This is The Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Today, seven cold hard truths about getting hired. It's graduation season, and my nephew Joe landed his first professional job as a mechanical engineer, and this was before he officially received his graduation diploma. He found his job through a friend. His uncle had been looking for a junior mechanical engineer at their firm. During the interview process, they told Joe that the job was only part-time. However, at the end of the first day, he had made such a great impression, eager, positive, and smart, that the company rewarded him with the decision to make the position full-time. Way to go, Joe. I'm so proud of him. Of course, Joe's success is quite unusual. Today, on average, it takes about six months to find a job, or more even. And most available positions receive a flood of applications, particularly ones that are advertised. The interview process is difficult enough. So in an effort to help my other family members, and that includes my public speaker family, I wanted to share with you cold hard truths that HR usually doesn't tell you about the hiring process. My hope is that you'll use this information to separate yourself from the competition. Thanks to Audible.com for supporting our channel. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. Audiobooks are great to listen to when you're driving, you're stuck in traffic, or you're on the subway or a bus or doing chores around the house or at the gym. For our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. The one book you might consider is How to Win Friends and Influence People, written by Dale Carnegie. Yes, it's an oldie but a goodie. In that book, you can find six ways to make people like you, 12 ways to win people to your way of thinking, and nine ways to change people without arousing resentment. If you enjoy The Public Speaker, I'm sure you'll enjoy How to Win Friends and Influence People. Of course, you can always think about my book as well, Smart Talk. Some people call that the new How to Win Friends and Influence People. To download this audiobook for free or another one of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. Okay, you ready? Truth number one, your resume may never get seen by a person. Today, applicant databases are used to enter resumes, and these systems, they're not perfect. If you format your resume in a non-standard way, you submit a PDF instead of a Word document or use the wrong keywords, your resume may never pop up in the search results. So what can you do? First, be sure to match your resume to the specific keywords in the job description. You want to also format your resume in a standard way. For example, dates of employment need to be listed after the company name. And be sure to submit it in doc format, not PDF. This way, the recruiter can make last-minute adjustments, and it's more likely to be compatible with the resume databases. Truth number two, many HR recruiters may not read your cover letter. For each job, employers receive over 250 applications. That's on average. That's a lot of resumes and cover letters, and recruiters will admit that they don't always read the cover letter. So what should you do? Well, I think just because everyone doesn't read it doesn't mean you shouldn't carefully craft a cover letter. If the recruiter HR rep does take the time to read it, make it worthwhile. Make your letter stand out from the competition. Don't let it sound like every other banana in the bunch. 
Keep in mind that although the cover letter may be input into the resume database, most likely it will also be read by a person. So in addition to the strategic use of keywords, be sure to use powerful stories to highlight your most compelling skills, experiences, and attributes that you believe are critical to the success on the job. That is, make sure you have stories for human eyes and hearts and keywords for searchability. Truth number three, your online presence can be a deal breaker. The first impression may be your resume and possibly the cover letter, but your reputation often decides if you'll get invited to the first interview. So what do you need to do? Be sure your online presence is professional. Be sure to remove any drinking pictures, remove strong political opinions, never post, never, never post disparaging remarks about your previous employer. Unlike any off-color jokes you may have liked before, and if you don't take time to clean up your online presence, not only won't you get an invitation to an interview, but it's very likely you'll never know the real reason you aren't getting as many interviews as you'd like. Yeah, it's true. HR managers are often cautioned against online research, which may lead them to unlawful discrimination. However, that doesn't mean that curious hiring managers don't use technology to pre-screen candidates before inviting them for the first interview. In fact, the research supports that two in five managers use online research to find a reason not to hire a candidate. Truth number four, you may be considered unemployable. If you've been out of work for more than six months or more, there's a chance that your unemployment will be looked upon negatively. Yes, even though it normally takes at least this long to land a job. HR and hiring managers often make the false assumption that you've been passed over by other companies so you won't be a good candidate for them. So what's the fix? Do something else while you're searching. Volunteer, take a class, listen to podcasts, create a blog, practice and develop your craft. Be sure that your self-confidence doesn't take a hit by taking extra care of yourself mentally and physically during this time. Stop applying for jobs via job boards, or at least reduce the amount of time you spend on the job boards. And start connecting with relevant people in your field. The more time you spend meeting people in your field, notice I didn't say networking, and practicing your professional skills, the more likely you are to discover a job in the hidden, unadvertised job market. And when you finally do get that chance at an interview, be sure you've got a solid answer for what you've been doing with your time. Truth number five, don't bother if you're desperate. What do I mean by that? If you're too desperate for just, quote, a job, and you really aren't aiming to add value to an organization, A recruiter can sense that a mile away. Nobody wants to work with somebody who's simply desperate for a job. So don't look for a job. You should be looking for a company culture and a position that matches your skill sets. That is, you should be able to explain to a company how your specific skills would help solve a problem or create revenue for their organization. Know your value and worth to a company. Write it down. And recognize that you get hired for your value and not because you need a job. Operate from a confident and fearless mindset. Again, it's important to take action to take care of yourself through the process so that you can remain confident and compelling for as long as it takes to land your dream job. Truth number six, you haven't gotten an update in quite some time? 
Sorry, you're the second choice. During the interview process, if you haven't been given a status update for more than a week or two, it means that it's very likely that you are the second place choice. They're probably interviewing or negotiating with their first choice candidate, but don't want to lose you in case the first choice doesn't work out. So what do you do? Typically, the best thing to do in this case is just to move on. Don't pester HR, don't pester the recruiter. However, if you have another solid offer that is your second choice and the currently unresponsive organization is your first place choice, then it may be a good idea to contact them to let them know you received an offer, but that you consider them your first place option. Let them know the date that you need to make your final decision. But don't delay the other interviews or offers because you're still waiting to hear back. Truth number seven, don't immediately accept a job offer. You know how it goes. The phone rings. You see that it's from your ideal company. You've been waiting for this call. In fact, you've already decided if they make you an offer, you're going to accept it. But here's the thing. It's important to never immediately accept a job offer. It makes you look like you're desperate and as if you don't understand the art of negotiation. So what do you do? When you receive an offer, it's important to express your appreciation, your excitement, and interest in the job offer. However, don't immediately accept. Instead, ask if you can think about it overnight. Most organizations can wait at least a day. Also, you'll want to ask if there's any room for negotiation. If they say yes, then ask how they typically prefer to handle the negotiation process, by phone, in person, with HR, with the hiring manager, etc. You'll want to be armed with the right information and also give yourself time to think so that you can properly prepare for the negotiation. So that's it. Seven cold, hard truths about the hiring process. Follow the fixes to land your dream job. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you lead and influence. If you'd like to learn more about compelling communication, I invite you to read my best-selling book, Smart Talk, and ace your interview and listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk. As always, your success is my business. Finally, thanks to Audible.com for supporting our channel. Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of audiobooks, again, with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. Just go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. This week, I'm recommending How to Win Friends and Influence People, or of course, my book, Smart Talk, if you're interested. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. Hey guys, I'm thinking about, very seriously thinking about doing a live broadcast of me recording the podcast so you can get a behind the scenes look at how the recording of a podcast goes, at least how the recording of my podcast goes. If you're interested in seeing this, contact public speaker at quickanddirtytips.com, and I am going to set it up if there's enough interest. If there's not enough interest, well, I'll just skip it. Let me know. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. 
You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>